I wanted to take this opportunity while my husband was popping out to get Bubby, to get Wyland, my son, and say hello and to figure out what I'm doing. Now, if you hear Bertram in the background, he just started up and I'm on the heating pad and I am Emma's pillow. So <laughs> if she has her way, I'm not moving. And to be quite honest with you, I'm in so much pain, I'm not ready to get up. Now, I got up this morning. Bertram, are you almost done? Like he can really hear me, but I do call for him when he gets lost. I really do. I got up this morning. My husband was off. He had a doctor's appointment. And for the first time since I've been taking this pyrobromide stuff, my right eye just wasn't up to snuff. That sexy wink was there in the morning. And I'm just not feeling quite right. Now, the pharmacy messed up my Movantic, and that's, you know, to keep you regular, and, and that helps you fight constipation. So, last night, I took probably four laxatives, I guess, because, you know, I went through three bottles of calcium, mitigate, nothing happened. And this was many years ago, and the doctors didn't seem to care. So, I know, just like a lot of us, you know, I've got a high tolerance, so I have to take a little bit more than the average person. So I got up because I didn't want to allow myself to get constipated because I knew that I would feel even worse. And I went ahead, I went back to bed, and I just wanted to sleep, and I was feeling aggravated. And I just don't know how much is on me and how much is this heads, you know? I'm just wondering. I'm just kind of brain fogs coming right back in. I'm feeling overwhelmed again. And if you've messaged me and I have not responded, it's not because I'm trying to be rude. I'm just trying to, to keep up and catch up. And to be honest with you, I feel so ridiculous that, you know, I had to go and remove some posts yesterday in the big group, in the HEDS, HSD group, because people were posting things they shouldn't have, and I have to keep up with that. And I'm doing that, but I can't get up and clean my house. You know, I'm doing that, but I'm not going out with my family. They're not going out either, but I'm just saying, you know, it's just that thing. Like, I feel like I'm giving to one thing and I'm not doing anything for my family, but that's not it. I can't feel guilty. I need to feel blessed, I guess, that I have found something that I can do that possibly maybe helps people, I don't know, from my bed when I have to be from my bed and not feel guilty because I'm not up moving furniture and vacuuming behind it. It is definitely a, men, a mentality issue with this illness and how we decide to look at it, I think really does depend on how we get better and move forward. And now someone out of the blue messaged me, I know you've been having some issues and I found this place in Louisiana and they mentioned fascia and HEDS and I thought of you. And I was just touched. I was truly touched that somebody would do that for me. And I know they're suffering, you know, and, and I try to respond to everybody's posts, but I, I can't. I can't. When people are posting in the groups, I try 
but it's really hard. And I also don't want to be, oh, here comes that fascia woman again. All she talks about is, I got better with fascia. I got better with fascia. So I don't want that to be, but that's really how I have gotten better. But it's not so much the fascia, it's trying to come up with my own treatment plan. And I'm so grateful that this person sent this to me, but then I questioned. Just like those hawks that are in our front yard, I went ahead and did some reading on them, and I think they're called Cooper's Hawks. It has to do with whoever was, I guess, getting species of them or something back in the 1800s. They went ahead and they got the, you know, I, I need to, like, do something so something can be named after me. I just got to pick an animal that nobody's messed with and then do species and st or do a little test on them and stuff, and then I guess it could be called the Christy Cat or something. I don't know. Bertram, you really, are you done yet? He's just been a workhorse today. So, these Cooper hawks, they mate for life, and apparently they come back to the same place. And now, in a couple weeks, we're having tree work done, and I don't know if that's going to re uh, require them cutting out the limb that they have built their nest on, but they will build another nest. Whether or not they'll come back to the tree, I do not know. But they mate for life. And their youngins stay with them for 45 days so they can learn to hunt and everything else they've got to do. I don't know what else you do. I don't know if you, you're setting them out like a debutante hawk. <laughs> they come out and uh, have their showing. I just don't understand exactly how it works. But you just kick them out of the nest and they're on their way. 45 days. That's it. That's how they work. They know how they're doing it. In the United States... A child is with you until they're 18, and then they're expected to go on their merry way. In the UK, I'm not sure, in Australia and all these other places. And then, I mean, in the 12 countries we're in, I mean, I don't know. Philippines, I, you know, Taiwan, I, Belgium, I don't know how everybody's lives are set up. But usually, because I remember I was talking with Debbie in the UK, and she was like, yeah, they've gone to university at 16. I'm like, isn't that a bit young? So, I question these things. I just don't know. But animals and stuff seem to have, you know, 45 days, you're out. There you go. And you just go on your life. I can't quite figure out the timeline with this illness. Because when this person sent me this place to go to that specializes in HEDS and fascia, how... How much more research do we have to do? At what point are we kicked out of the nest and this is just the way it's going to be? Now, it took me being unable to walk and talk before I was ready to start my own path of treatment. Because I lost my ability to walk and talk. I was being bedridden. The doctors weren't doing anything. I did not know all of those times prior that I was down for a couple of weeks and a couple of months at a time that it was the start of an ongoing lifetime illness that I was going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. I didn't know. That's one of the reasons why we have these Facebook groups. That's one of the reasons for the podcast is that so that people can learn earlier rather than later. 
because I would have been much more proactive 15 plus years ago when my walking started messing up. Now, because I know how bad I can get, I am really trying to regulate everything that happens. Somebody did a post and they said, you know, one of the things in the help things that you go to for like hypermobility and all that, you know, work with your doctors to develop a good treatment plan for yourself. Well, how do you do that when you feel like you're being bounced from doctor to doctor and you just don't know what is right and what to take? Do I need antidepressants? Am I depressed? Or am I lacking a chemical in my body? What is it that makes us have this brain fog? Am I down today because I took the opportunity to be lazy because my husband is home? Am I overwhelmed because I'm telling myself I'm overwhelmed? I do not know. I'm sore. And I do think, and and this QL is becoming a a bigger part of my life than I ever, ever expected it to be. But when you can't use the restroom, it's pretty much because that QL, because it works with the transverse abdominis back to back. You know, you got your QL on the back and the transverse abdominis in the front. And that's part of what helps you poop. And so if that's all bunched up, you're going to have a difficult time. So I feel like mine is aggravated today because the doctor messed up, or not the doctor, the pharmacist messed up my prescription. And so I'm seven days late on waiting on this medication. So I went to drastic measures to try to make sure I didn't get compacted. And I don't know if that's messed me up. And I'm also wondering how many more medications do I want to take? I've got the pain medication. And that's another thing too. I was limiting myself this morning on the pain medication and I just now went ahead and medicated again officially and I'm sitting here doing absolutely nothing to see if I can't get my wear with all about me because I just I don't like being dependent on medications and this bromide thing I really felt that I noticed a difference in the beginning and I don't know if I need more do I need less like today is whatever that's causing this brain fog just rearing its ugly head and I just need to take it up a notch and do another bromide pill? Or what? Is it supplements? What? I just question how much more researching. Oh, there you go. I have to get myself straight because I realized I was leaning to the right, just lying down. And I'll tell you what, when I woke up this morning... And I realized and I was resting and lying down. It seems to be all I do. I hurt when I went out of proper alignment. So to me, that's a good thing because I'm training my body. And it's starting to not like being in the old way. That's what we want, right? We want our bodies to retrain. So right now... How much more research do I have to do? Do I need to go to the specialist in Louisiana? I have the specialist in North Carolina. Do I need to go or do I just need to accept? This is where I am. Because I'm still able to walk and talk, I don't feel that I'm that bad. So many people have messaged me going, oh, you're having such a difficult time. And I'm like, am I? <laughs> I mean, because I, I, and I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at the fact like, am I real? Am I? Because there are so many people that I think that are so much worse than I am. I mean, yes, like right now I can't see. <laughs> and that reminds me, I can put drops in my eyes. 
I, I really can't see very well. And it's very frustrating because that kind of puts you back. But it's just my vision. And, you know, I'm able to walk and talk. It's just a, a little thing with my vision. But that compounded with my Movantic not being here. And that messing with my QL. And then, does that mess with my mood? When your digestive system is messed up. So is it all these thing, things combined? And I'm just, you know, how much more can I add to my treatment plan? I've been working on my fascia for two years. I tried putting Pilates in the mix, didn't work. Tried putting PT in the mix, didn't work. And then I had to just focus on my fascia. And then I went back to PT but postural respiration, so not just regular PT. And I'm starting to notice some benefits, but I also have to realize that I'm going to hurt, probably, because I'm putting myself in proper posture. And come to find out, I was reading that being in proper posture, you know, doing that uh, can make it worse. Uh, my, my speech therapist, Lisa, she went to do, I had to get some hand lotion because my hands are dry on top of my eyes. And she went for, uh, this woman that she was doing speech therapy with said, your posture is horrible. Come into my class for yoga and we're going to help you with your posture. So Lisa went in there and for 30 minutes, she did nothing but stand there. And every time she would slouch or do anything that was out of proper posture, the woman would say, nope, tighten up. Do this, hold it for 30 minutes. And she came out dripping sweat and was exhausted. So keeping yourself in proper posture is very difficult. It's not only mind-numbing, but I mean it's hard to do when your body has a mind of its own and you're dealing with the kinesthesia. So at this point, do I need to research? Anything else, I mean, I do want to make sure that I'm not lacking anything. You know, my body's not malnourished and things like that. I don't really know about this bromide, but I have noticed a difference. And today is the first day that I've noticed the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the right eye going down, right? So I'm thinking that's a win. But what else is there for me to know about? I know that my body, you know, my joints sublux, so what do I do? I have to put them back into position. Right now, I'm dealing with a lot of pain on my right side, and it feels like I need to stretch my leg because there's such a bad muscle cramp, but I can't stretch it any more than what I'm doing, so that's telling me there's a fascial issue. So right now, for me, I've got the vascular situation under control. I've got you know, my nourishment under control. I know I'm underweight. I know my body subluxes, so I need to be careful as I move. How much more research do I need to do before I can just be kicked out of the nest? And right now, I feel like I just need to be kicked out of the nest. And I have to sadly bide my time with this postural respiration therapy because it's not a quick fix. And I need to go through this and see if, if this happens and, and see if I can't get better this way. And then maybe I won't be going to PT three times a week. 
and then I can be like my friend Allie, who's flying here and flying there and chaperoning trips. My goodness, I just want to be in a position where I can be able to get up and 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 do some regular everyday things. I mean, I guess I'll never be able to get back to the point where I'm thoroughly down on my hands and knees, scrubbing the house and cleaning and stuff. I've got to adapt to my new able-bodied duties. But at what point does that happen? And how much more research do I need to do? So that's kind of what I'm asking you. Where are you in this trip? You know, are you, I mean, just, do you just accept, okay, I've got it and this is what I need to do to make myself better? Or are you still researching and trying to find other things that work? And is that taken away from your quality of life? Because that's kind of the thing. And and I, cause I, and I thought about this because my husband went to a pain management doctor today for his back. His back's been bothering him. And the doctor's like, I don't care how much pain you're in. I care about your quality of life. And that's that does make quite a bit of sense. My pain does affect my quality of life. What I am able or not able to do affects my quality of life. So... I just medicated right before I chatted with y'all, and I feel like it's starting to kind of kick in a little bit. And that right there is one important thing, I guess, that I needed. I allowed myself to get in too much pain today before I really took it seriously and took care of it. So, how much more research? That's all I want to know. At what point can we start living? And what's sad is that there is there is no pill to fix all. And I guess one thing that kind of brought this up for me was, I don't know, my husband was talking about some Xerx or Xerx or something that's come out. And it's a pill that you take this one pill and they have found that it's like a wonder pill. There are people that, you know, they're addicted to beer. They have a weight issue. Uh, they crave cigarettes. They're depressed or whatever. And somehow this pill gets in your body and it goes to whatever demons you have and fixes it all. And he's like, wouldn't you want that one pill? And I'm like, yeah, I guess, yeah. I said, but at what cost? Like, what, what's, you know, going to happen? And see, that's kind of what scares me. Like, do I need an antidepressant? I don't know. But I'm just so afraid of taking more medication. You know, I'm just so afraid of taking more medication. And I'll say, all righty. Yep, I just wanted to check. My husband just texted me, and I let him know. So there we go. He wanted to know if we had something at home for Bubby to eat. And I'm like, yes, we do. We've got, got his chicken strips. He wanted chicken strips. Because that's what he's craving right now. So we have what's necessary to fix his body? Yes, we do. They're in the freezer. They're the chicken strips. What is going to fix my body? What is going to fix your body? Because I know a lot of us, a lot of a lot of y'all, I mean, are, are on a lot of different medications. And so I'm kind of curious as to what medications you take 
Maybe I need them. I don't know. At what point do you are you declared depressed? At what point does an antidepressant become necessary? Because this is the first day that I've had in a while that I feel kind of adrift. That I kind of feel out of sorts. Now, I always don't feel right every day just about. But like today, I just feel like I'm rudderless. I truly do. And if it's because I don't have my Movantic and and things like that, that scares me because what? You mean I've gone without medication for constipation and now it's affected my whole livelihood? You know? Or is it just me battling myself today? I just don't know. But I'm kind of curious, what does everybody take to feel better? Because I know some of us and and you know are just a supplement train that's all you're going to take so how long before you notice a difference with the supplements and i've heard some people taking supplements and it taking them completely off of all of their other medications now i would like that i, I definitely would like that but i'm also cheap <laughs> and but but i'm willing to try it I'm willing to try something if it will help me. But I think each person has to kind of develop their own treatment plan. And you have to stand at the ready with your doctors and demand that you be heard and say, this is what I'm going to do. I tried it your way. And if I had listened to you, such and such and such and such, you know, if I listened to the doctors, I'd be bedridden. They're measuring me for a wheelchair. There's seven medications going to be in my, my tool belt. I didn't want that. So I had to choose a different direction. What's in your treatment plan? Are you ready to be kicked out of the nest and just be focused on getting better? Or are you still searching for things I don't know what you're searching for, you know, like, you know, it's like some people are like, I've already been diagnosed, but I'm still waiting for this test and that test, but it's like a genetics test and, and things like that. No matter the outcome, there is no genetics test for the HEDS is to my understanding. So no matter the outcome of that test, your treatment's going to have to be the same, right? So I'm just trying to figure out at what point do I quit searching and just say this is the way my life is and should I just be grateful that I'm no longer stuck in the bed? Should I be grateful that this is where I am and start trying to improve my quality of life now as opposed to researching every little bit about me that isn't just quite right. How many more days of this downness do I need to have before I research getting an antidepressant? You know, things like that. That's kind of where I am. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So today is pretty much just direct yourself and take charge and let's try to just I, for me this is what what I'm going to do for me 
And I'm curious as to find out what your thoughts are. But I'm no, lo- I'm no longer waiting for any tests to come back. Because I already know what I've got. I don't need anything. I don't need any other comorbidities put upon me. I already know where I stand. But I need to put down on a sheet of paper what it is I want to accomplish. I need to make sure I'm not malnourished. I need to find out if I need to go on medicinal marijuana to improve my appetite. I need to know, you know, is there something that I'm lacking in my body that could be making me feel a little off kilter? And I need to just be dedicated to my PT and my postural respiration and just keep working in that direction. And then after I've given it my due diligence, if I'm not any better, then maybe I need to tweak it and to try something else. But I just don't think I can handle anything else on my plate. I truly don't think I can. So today we are celebrating taking charge of our own destiny. And that's what we're going to do as AWOL Zebras. We are going to just make a commitment to ourselves to not allow ourselves to be not heard. And we have to listen to our bodies. My body was telling me, go get on heat, and I didn't. My husband had to tell me, after looking at me, going, it's time to get you off your feet. Let's get you back and back on heat. And that's what I had to do. So we need to listen to our bodies. We need to try to figure out what it is we need. Do we need more medication? Do we need less medication? Are we ready to be kicked out of that nest? This one little birdie wasn't. He's been walking all around. He's not fine a bit, but the others are. And they're just going up there, just caulking away and flying and everything. So I think that's where I am today. I'm a little out of sorts, but after chatting with you, I kind of feel a little bit more focused and medicating when I did was a pretty darn smart thing to do because now the pain is starting to subside a little bit and now I can kind of think. I can't believe that that pain was messing with me. So I just imagine if you're in all over body pain, you can't think very well. And then if you're trying to maintain proper posture, it's really daggone hard. It's super daggone hard. So that's exerting your energy already. So I commend you if you were out there and you're working or, or if you're in the bed and, and you're able to get from the bathroom to the bedroom and all that, good for you. Just keep staying positive. But do that. Write down on a piece of paper what it is you aim to get out of that next doctor's appointment. Do you really need that next doctor's appointment? Do you need a certain therapy? Start looking at what you need and be a little selfish and take charge of your illness. Don't let them tinker with you. Do what you need to do. So I am riding that steady train of trying to get better and understanding. I guess I'm going to have a few setbacks along the way. I don't need to go to the doctor to find out that today just wasn't my best day. 
and we'll see how it is tomorrow and hopefully it'll be a much much better day i know my day's already been made better because i got to share it with you and i'm so grateful that you took the time to share yours with me please keep me posted i will message you back i sincerely appreciate you following us on Spotify. Anybody you can get to follow us, that's even better. Spotify gave us another sponsorship, so it's happening. It's like I said, I can't charge you. They, they're like, do you want to go ahead and charge people for subscriptions? I'm like, no. So they offered me another sponsorship, so I'm going to cut another Spotify commercial. So that was my focus when I started this. I'm going to somehow get sponsors, and that's how we'll proceed and it's happening. What are you going to set for yourself, that goal, and are you going to attain it? Yes, you are, because you're an AWOL zebra. Christy Lynn Hanchi, thank you so much for listening. AWOL zebra, have a lovely day.